What's going on, people? This is Manny Cuevas, also known as DJM Tracks, and this is my five flavors. Okay, we're going to go back in time here now because um, I lived, lived through the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and now we're in our you know, the 2000s. So, um, and I grew up around so much music. You know, my parents were from Puerto Rico. And, you know, you all you heard around the house was just like, you know, salsa, uh, you know, and um, just, you know, also not only salsa, but also uh, crooners, you know, that came from um, Spain and uh, South America, you know. So, you know, just a lot of Latin music. And, of course, um, way back in the days before FM, <laughs> I'm showing my age now. Uh, there's a station, uh, CKLW, and it was on the borderline of uh, Ontario, Canada, and uh, Detroit, Michigan. And that station was a station that really started it for me because they would play, um, you know, uh, for example, Paul McCartney and Wings. And then the next song would be like, a, you know, Motown record. And the, after that, they'll back it up, you know, into like some rock, early rock record. So there was like no real format. The format was just to play good music, you know what I mean? And back then we didn't have, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, a black station, you know, uh, whatever station. You know what I mean, it was, it was all just one station and you heard everything together. So that always stood in my mind as I, as I got older and started DJing, you know, that's how I looked at my sets, you know, not just mixing one style of music. It was just me playing, you know, um, all my influences, basically, you know, music that influenced me. Um, so CKLW was definitely a station that started everything for me. Um, let me see, I'm trying to think going back, but the very first record I bought was a uh, Elvis Presley compilation. And I mean, Elvis to me was the king period, you know, I listened to all his music, my first record record I bought was a compilation, like I said, and uh, I would listen to that thing religiously every single day, you know, um, I was only maybe like about, wow, I was young, uh, six, seven years old maybe, if that, um, and then from there, um, my older brother Rick and myself, we put, we put our money together and bought an Elton John uh, record album and that right there is when things started to switch up a little bit for me because um Elton John was like you know from an Englishman from uh London you know his music has some soul and you know it was just it was just uh how can I put it it was just it was just something that you know blew me away and his music didn't really it was rock I mean people considered it rock but to me it was soulful and it also went back to like CKLW because of the fact that they mixed, you know, like Paul McCartney and Wings and, you know, Motown music together. And I felt like Elton John's music was just that, those two styles combined. And this first track on my five flavors is uh, Elton John, Benny and the Jets.
class right there and brings back much memories okay let's keep moving forward um i would say like in the mid to like you know late 70s uh the disco thing started coming in and as always i was always into everything you know it wasn't just disco i was also into like rock and you know just uh like Eric Clapton, you know what I mean? Um, and stuff like that, you know what I mean? I just, and back then, you, you also, one thing I missed about the music back then was, you know, the songs were long, a lot longer. I mean, they would take you on a journey. Like Eric Clapton's uh, Layla, which happens happens to be to be my daughter's name. <laughs> um, that song, I mean, the original one. I remember every night, me, me and my brother Rick would put the radio on, you know what I mean, to go to sleep. And um, listen to you know to music, and they'll play Layla every night. And I remember I used to be like, "Wow, man, this song just the way it breaks down with with the guitar and all that." I was just like, "Man, this is great music," you know. So you know, but in any case, as time went on, the disco thing started really you know coming out, you know, and became becoming more and more popular, and be, you know, being a kid, I've always wanted to be a policeman. <laughs> you know, and um, this group comes out um, that my cousin, uh, it, you know, he played me my I mean, his uh, first tape, and I go, who's this? He goes, this is uh, the Village People. I'm like, Village People. So I, you know, he put the tape on for me. We were going to like an interview for his for a job he was looking for, and we listened to that. Village people, you know, their first album only had four songs in it: San Francisco, uh, Hollywood, uh, Fire Island, and Village People. And we played that tape all the way, you know, to his uh, job interview and all the way back home. And I was just like, "Wow, this is cool, man! I mean, I have to have this," you know. So, Village People to me was always—it was more than YMCA, as everyone knows. But if you go through through their albums there's a lot of songs in their albums that were just some good disco music you know um everyone always thinks always thinks about you know macho man and uh ymca and in, in the navy the more mainstream stuff but if you dissect their albums man their albums were slamming man a lot of good disco records um but my all-time favorite was fire island and yeah this is my second pick
Okay, yeah, that was the Village People, Fire Island. And like I said, I mean, to this day, if I had to pick one group that was my all-time favorite, it has to be them, man, hands down. Um, but anyway, so we move forward bound, okay? So let's go next to my next pick, which is pick number three. At about that time, I was really into the, you know, punk scene, um, you know, and of course later on became New Wave, but um, I was also into uh, dub reggae. And this group combined both styles perfectly, and that was The Clash. And The Clash to me were like, uh, I mean, you, you would hear the songs at the Paradise Garage, and then you can go to CBGB's, a punk club in New York, and hear the song there. You know what I mean? It was like a, uh, these guys were just, you could even go to a, to a reggae club and hear their music. You know what I mean? Because they kind of like, uh, you know, mixed all those styles and whatnot together. And the reason why I liked them a lot was because of the fact that they used a lot of uh, dub reggae effects on their music. And one one of the tracks, just one of the tracks that I love, like crazy to this day, I still play it, is This Is Radio Clash. So with that being said, this is my, what is it, my uh, third pick, The Clash. This is Radio Clash.
my third one and that was the clash this is radio clash all right let's proceed shall we it's because this is really kind of hard because i mean there's so much music you know so i'm going to like leave a lot of stuff out of course but i'm just going to just touch up on some of the stuff i was into okay um the fourth one uh, that's late you know in the late 70s early 80s i was uh I was really into funk music, you know, so I get into, you know, some good funk and then new wave as well. And um, I used to like all, I mean, I used to love all the funk groups, you know, like Big James, you know, Confunction, uh, the list goes on and on, man. All the good funk groups. And not to mention Cleveland was the funk capital of the world. Also the rock, rock and roll capital of the world. So... I was surrounded by a lot of artists that came out of Cleveland or just Ohio, you know, itself. And um, like Roger Trauman and Zap, you know, the Ohio Players, uh, the Daz Band, you know what I mean? All those groups came from where I grew up. But um, there was this kid, his name was Prince. And um, when he came out, man, I was just like, man, if you listen to his albums, it was like a combination of rock, new wave, and funk, you know what I mean? And I loved all those genres. So I was just like, man, who is this cat? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I I mean, I was a Prince head right from the beginning. When I first saw him, I remember he was wearing a little bikini underwears and, you know, he had the crazy hairstyle. And, you know, I just said, you know, I didn't care about that. The music spoke, you know, to me, the music to me was like, it's what captivated me. You know what I mean? So... This is just one of the tracks that he did, um, and this was Prince's uh, Controversy. And this is my, what is it, fourth pick. Thank you. 
Okay, uh, that was Prince, Controversy, Slam and Join. I still love that song. Okay, um, so right here, I'll, I'll end it with something to do with electronic music, you know. Um, of course, everyone knows, you know, that I, you know, I DJ, of course, and I mainly play house music, you know, Detroit Techno, Chicago House, the real stuff, you know what I mean? Um, but prior to that, there was a group called Ministry, that was also from Chicago, and um, when they first started, um, they were more of a synth-type group, you know what I mean, new wave, very new wave, and then um, I would say around 1984, they came out with a song called All Day, and it was like the first time I heard of like industrial music, and um, they're, you know, industrial to me, the reason why I liked it was because of the fact that where I grew up in Cleveland, um, South Lorraine, to be exact, um, that's like 20 minutes away from Cleveland. I lived right two blocks away from a steel plant that was like over a mile long. And all I heard at nighttime was just like clanging, you know, of 
you know, clanging on steel, clang, clang, clang. I hear freight trains go by. I was, you know, I would look out the window and you see the big, those big pipes with fire coming out. And you hear, you know, it was just all this noise. But that noise, I was so used to it. And that was like my soundtrack to go to bed. And um, when I first heard industrial, it just reminded me of that so much. So right, right, right there and then I caught on to it right away. I was just like, wow, this is amazing. And of course, uh, the year after that, uh, in 85, I got into house music. But that's a whole nother story. But I'm going to end it right here with ministry. And this is all day. This came out like around 84, 1984. And um, so, yeah, check it out.
Ministry all day, and that was on Wax Tracks, and that came out in 1984. And that is my five flavors for Dr. J's show. And speaking of Dr. J, I just want to say a real quick thing. Um, Jason Armitage, aka Dr. J, was also a um, resident on my then radio show back in the back in the 90s, um, 91.5 WPRK. And he would send me mixes on a constant basis, and I would play them. And I mean, the people loved it. I mean, I would hear cars going by playing <laughs> Dr. J's mixes and stuff. So much love and respect to you, Dr. J. And thank you for having me. And thank you, everyone else, for listening to me. If you want to hear some more of my stuff, um, you can go to soundcloud.com forward slash DJMTRAXXX. I also post um, mixes of uh, off my collection of uh, other DJs. You know what I mean? From like from way back from the seventies to to now. You know what I mean? All the greats and stuff like that, and all the DJs that I had on my radio show back then. Um, I'll start posting some more of those as well. But yeah, check it out once again. SoundCloud.com forward slash DJMTRAXXX. And right there, you can also find my other links, Instagram and Facebook and all that good stuff. Okay, Manny Cuevas is signing out. Peace and God bless.